Welcome back to Breaking Bowling. This week, we are talking self-worth. I'm going to hit that music and get started. This week, we are joined by motivational speaker, Charles Smith. Charles, thank you for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me, Mr. Tim. So, Charles, when you were younger, before we get into our topic, you experienced a little bit of bullying yourself. Tell us about that. I sure did. I sure did. Um, it was me coming right out of middle school. I remember it like it was yesterday. Um, I was on the football team and, you know, we was all excited, you know, for what we was going to embark on in high school. Um, I had some friends that already knew and had, um, you know, position ready in high school because they were athletes and who their dad was and brothers was that, that did their thing in, in, in high school. Then I had other ones who just, you know, just had everything ready, but I felt like I didn't have nothing ready. I was like, oh man, you know, and I always watch TV and movies. And, you know, when they talk about high school, he was like, I do not want to be that one that just gets bullied. And so you try to avoid that at all costs. And I remember entering in my freshman year, we had two a days. And basically with the two a days, um, that was our time of just prepping for the football season. So we'll come during, um, during the summer and work out in the morning and work out also in the afternoon. And I remember being in the locker room and as I was preparing, we was going to the weight room. As soon as I got in the weight room, there were these two varsity linemen. I mean, they were huge, probably at the time, six, five, weighing almost 300 pounds each. Wow. And I remember, I, I guess for them, I guess to feel good about themselves, I don't know what they went through, but they always had to find just that one, I guess, to make their prodigy, their bullying prodigy. And I, they saw something in me. And I think that was their worst mistake. <laughs> but however, what they would usually do is, um, you know, they'll talk trash, you know, they'll, you know, kind of, uh, what's that? You know, when they play choke around hold. and choke holding you and stuff. Yeah, doing all that kind of stuff like that. And at the time, I was I was going with it because I was like, hey, you know, I fit it in. They must like me for a reason. Um, but I quickly got to the understanding that that was the wrong type of of way to, um, I guess, create that 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 friendship that yeah. I did not want at the time. So um, I remember one time I was in the weight room and um, I was lifting weights and they were spotting me. One of them were spotting me and I accidentally dropped uh, one of the weight. I think I had 45 pounds on me and I was I was very scrawny at the time. So I dropped the weight on one of their foot. And he stopped and everybody's like, oh, and I said, what did I just do? <laughs> he was like, you know what? Uh, you, so what you just did there? He said, I want you to kiss my toe. And everybody's just looking like, yeah, you better kiss, kiss his toe. I said, I'm not about to kiss your toe. So I moved the weight off him and he said, no, kiss my toe. I said, I'm not about to kiss your toe. So um, moving forward, I guess after that incident, they just thought that, oh, well, you know, since he didn't kiss my toe, he must think he he's more than himself or he thinks highly of himself. So we're going to pick on him. So they, they would continuously pick on me until one day I was in the locker room and I had my last straw. I said, you know what, if I'm going to make it in high school, I don't want to utilize this as how I made it, being picked on or being bullied and giving other people opportunity to do the same thing. So I stopped it right there and I said, you know what, man, I'm I'm really getting tired of this. I said, I did apologize for dropping the weight on your foot, but it seems like this apology wasn't enough. So I said, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to call one of my family members, one of my cousins. Uh, he's 6'2", uh, like a big brother to me. And I said, I'm going to have him deal with you. And I said, just like that. And it was like, 
oh, okay. And they thought I was playing. So the next day, you know, they, they was about to do their thing, trying to pick on me. So after uh, practice, I had my cousin come to the back and I introduced them. I said, hey, you remember uh, this was the cousin I was talking about? And they, they got silent. And I left it right there. He introduced himself and that was it. I didn't want it to escalate more than it what it was, but I wanted to make a statement, yeah. a sound statement to know that whatever I say, <laughs> I mean. And if we continue on, then it'll be worse, you know, then it, and it'll escalate than what it should be. So uh, I feel like right at that point when I made up in my mind that, you know, a lot of times I feel like when we get to the point where we feel like we don't have no control in the situation, we'll utilize that situation to continue to keep bullying because we feel like we don't have no power. We don't have yeah. no voice. But I feel like when you make that change in your mind immediately before it even happens, even if you have to do something like, hey, you know what, I'm going to have my 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 dad who's a sheriff come, you know, <laughs> something that just sparks like, hey, I am not the one to mess with. And before this goes any further, I would advise you to listen to what I just told you. Um, so, you know, you know, nothing else has to happen. And unfortunately, um, that was the case. It didn't have to escalate. They got the message right then and there. And I was able to be able to navigate through my high school without having to be the one who always got bullied. I was able to be a leader and not a follower. So I felt like that was an awesome situation that I encountered that really grew me to the man that I am today. How long did that last for? Honestly, that <laughs> it didn't even, I, I would say it was just during um, the tour days. So the summer before us going to school, for school to start, um, I was able to nip it in just like that. So it, I didn't have to worry about that. And actually, they actually turned into friends instead of enemies. Nice. So we became good friends. They started talking to me. It was, it was weird at first. Like, man, you just pick it on me and now we're friends. You know, but at the end of the day, I, I think they saw value that, hey, man, this guy, this guy's the truth. And, you know, it's, we're better, it's better to be friends than enemies. So it, it, was, it was a cool situation, I think. <laughs> talking about self-worth, how does knowing your self-worth affect your physical appearance and how does it affect your emotional well-being? Got you. So, uh, Mr. Tim, I, I would say uh, I think that's a, a very profound uh, question that you, you mentioned. So, uh, as, a, as a motivational speaker, one thing that I'm talking about is rebooting my way of thinking. Um, I always give this scenario, as you see behind me, the power button. A lot of times we see this power button and we're expecting that with this power button, we're going to, we want to see a change. So let's say if I push the, my, in my vehicles, I have push to start. So when I push the, the start button, I know that after I push the changes, my car is going to turn on. So with that same scenario, even if you just turn on the TV or whatever the case is that has a power button, you know that something has to change on the other side. But it's ironic because when it comes to our mentality way of thinking, we don't talk about, hey, you know what? Hold on. Let me pause in life and let me reboot my mind. Nobody says that. You know, the only time we use reboot is when, let's say, something goes out, you know, uh, oh, my phone's not working. And somebody says, you know what? No, you don't need another phone. Uh, you don't need to take the battery out. All you need to do is turn off and turn back on. Oh, the software is not updating properly. Well, Turn your phone off and turn it back on. But when it comes to our mentality, mentality, we don't do that. And when when I'm when I'm on I'm, I'm talking to different people and sharing this, I'm like, you know what? In order for you to understand the value that you have in self worth, it must come to a point that you realize your identity. 
understanding who you are, reintroducing yourself to self. And a lot of times we forget to do that because we're so focused on everything else. We're so focused on what we want, making sure everybody else has, and we leave ourselves on a back burner. And then when it comes to taking pursuit in what we want to do, we have a hard time doing, and now we need counseling. (laughs) now because we don't know we don't know what happened and when it comes to me i had to understand quick who i am and whose i am what makes charles smith unique what makes charles smith different it's it's like the business you know i have i also have a men clothing store but if there's other clothing stores in in where i live in the location i live what makes me stand out so i have to dissect to see okay What is it that people want to see of me? What is it that brings me value? And oftentimes it's just as simple as looking at yourself in the mirror. And I feel like when you get to the point where you understand your identity and you really, really get to know who you are, then it's easier to navigate in confidence knowing that, hey, (laughs) I know that things is going to come. You know, I know that I'm going to face trauma. I know I'm going to face triumph. However, All I need is the strength to endure. As long as I can endure, hey, that's that's all I need. And that all all that came was just understanding who I am, building my own self-confidence. So I would I would say that. I would I would say that to, to answer your question, just really reintroducing yourself to yourself and getting to know you before you conquer the world. What are some things you can do to reintroduce yourself? It's easier. Uh I I would say I would say this. It's, it's so easy for us to identify a weakness that people can point, point out. A lot of times I feel, and in, my, um, in, in, in the time of me getting bullied, I felt like people pick on you because that they feel like that's all they have for them to be seen. Sometimes, no matter, no, whatever their, their drama or trauma was, they have not found a way to cope with it. And it could be that the reason why they're, they're taking it out on you is because they're probably still getting bullied. It could be by their parents. It could be by words. It could just be by life, period. You're seeing how other people are striving and you're still in the same predicament. But it all starts with you. You know, my father always told me, it's not how you react to a thing, it's how you respond. So if I change the way that I respond to what you're doing to me, what does it do? It causes you to think like, oh man, I was was hoping that if I said this, I pushed the button. I, I, I was hoping that you get mad. I was hoping that you react because that's what I want out of you. But if I respond in love, oh, that changes the whole scenario. You're like, what? It's almost like I got the cooties. <laughs> and I, I would feel like, <laughs> I would feel like, you know, if I, was, if I was supposed to be talking to my daughter, I would say, well, first of all, stop identifying and magnifying your weaknesses. Let's, 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 let's see your strengths. What are you good at? Oh, well, baby, you're smart. Baby, you pay attention to things. Baby, you're, you're very active. You're athletic, baby. You're, you're easy to talk to, baby. You just know all the right things to say. Oh, man, yeah. You, you remember that one time that we, we was having an a, 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 a issue back then? And he, he was like, Dad, you know what? Because, because I failed at this or I got a bad grade at this, uh, I mean, I just, I just feel like I can't go any further. And I said, you know what? It's not how you, it's not that you can't go any further, but you got to look at that situation again. Because a lot of times we should use that as a challenge for us to be even greater than what we were. Oh my gosh. 
use that same scenario, use that same situation to as a as a as a as a as a ladder for where we're going. You know, I went to a I went to a seminar um probably a couple of months ago in um Arizona and this one gentleman he t- he was telling me uh his so his daughter um you know I, I like how you said it he said I'm not um a, a I'm not a speaker he said I'm a strategist and I like how he changed it up he said I'm a strategist he said I want to show you strategies so he said um his daughter you know she was going to school and um when she was going to school, I, I guess, you know, the, there was certain things that the teacher was asking and she kept getting the wrong answer. And it almost felt like to her, like, uh, you know, she felt dumb. Like she felt like she was ignorant. She was incompetent of what the teacher was asking. And she felt like, why would the teacher keep picking on me or calling me out every time he asked a question, knowing that I may or may not know the answer? And it was, it was just, she, it was repeatedly, <laughs> you asked a question and, okay, Susie, I, I choose you. Okay, what do you think? And she'll give an answer right away. But it was wrong. So, you know, he, she, uh, she told her dad and he was like, dad, I just don't understand. I, I don't like this class. I don't want to go to school. I just want to stay home. So his dad said, okay, well, I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear, which is to stay home. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to do that. What, what I'm going to do is I want you to look at it and see why you keep answering the wrong, or you keep giving the wrong answer. And she's like, what? So she, she, you know, she looked deeper. And then she said, after class, the next day, she said, you know what, teacher, can I talk to you real quick? And he's like, yeah, what's going on, Susie? He said, I noticed that every time you ask a question and you choose me, I give a wrong answer. <laughs> I love this. He said, it's not, Susie, it's not that you give the wrong answer. It's because I see you so intellectual. I want you to profound on the answer. Oh, so she was like, oh my God. So you mean I've been given the right answer all this whole time? He said, yes, but I want you to go deeper because anybody could have gave that answer, but there's something that I want you to dig in deeper to see why is that the answer? Wow. See, stuff like that, when you have somebody that's very direct, that challenges you to be better, I feel like it takes your way of thinking to a whole nother level and a whole nother place. And sometimes I feel like when you're talking about what would I say to my kid, sometimes we need to get to the point not giving them the the words that they want to hear at the time. Sometimes we have to give them to them cut and dry for them to see it in another view. Because when they enter life, come on, Mr. Tim, as we know it, Life is only getting harder. They're not making anything easy. I hate the mentality that we're always giving people the easy route. Yes, you're a loser. You're 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 a loser. You're a loser, and you just expecting that's it. That that's it, and that's all. And then we wonder why ten years from now they're they're shooting up another Walmart. You know, they're causing chaos in the city because they have no other way to release than what they know up here, or what they've been programmed to know. But I feel like if you start right then and there and say, you're a loser, ah, you are what you say you are. If that's what you believe, well, that's what you are. But however, right here and today, especially under this roof, <laughs> you're not going to be a loser. We're, we're not, we're not, we're, instead of you being a loser, we're going to be a winner. Because being a loser is easy. Ah, being a loser is very easy. But when someone challenges you to win, and then not only challenges you, but helps create the blueprint for you to win, 
give you the necessary tools to win, oh man, that, 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 that changes everything. But see, what happens is the other people don't want to be accountable. See, I, I'm accountable. I want to be accountable to my daughter. I want to be in my daughter's life. I want her to let her know that anything that you want to do or you desire to do, you can do it. If you need assistance, I'm going to help you. I'm also going to make sure that my life doesn't stop because you're here. I'm going to create, I'm going to continue to chase after my dream. So, you know, there is no limits for you to chase yours. Oh, man. Man, Mr. Tim, I could go on and on and on. But I, I truly believe right then and there, that's it. So, Charles, what type of habits can I start helping my kids get into to keep their mind telling them or to keep their mind thinking positive about themselves? Because right now we have a problem with social media, TikTok, Instagram. They see, you know, everybody wants to be famous these days. They want to look like this kid. They want to look like Logan Paul or his brother. What's his name? Jake Paul. You know, I say them just because they're the only two names I can think of in social media. What can we tell our kids? That's not really what reality is. You don't have to become them to be, to feel like them. That's what I'm trying to say. What's your advice? Uh, I I would say, um, so so one of the things that I that I do um, when when it comes to motivational speaking, I have a, I have a book out, and this book is a it's a daily affirmation, it's a journal, and it's also a workbook. It's three of them combined. And um, one thing I think that's an amazing habit is speaking, getting a routine of one, speaking positivity, whatever that is. You know, um, I remember one, one time when I got in trouble one time, uh, my dad said to write a hundred times a day, I will not steal. <laughs> and I thought it was, was kind of crazy. I said, why am I writing this down a hundred times daily? I said, you know, this is better than, than getting a, a whooping or anything else. But when I was writing it, I noticed... I didn't see the method at the time, but I noticed later on in life, guess what? I stopped stealing. Stealing wasn't even in my vocabulary. And what am I saying that relates to this? Well, if we get our kids in a routine to speak daily affirmations, keep in mind, you know, like I'm very, you know, I'm a Christian man. And in the Bible, it also says, not only so is a man think, if so is he. However, it also talks about that there is power in the tongue. So if I if I speak death, I'm just putting that in the atmosphere that death may come because I keep speaking it. But if I speak life, you know what? I am going to be successful. I am going to be a doctor. I am going to be a lawyer. I am going to be that football player. There's nothing wrong with being what you see, but it's what do you speak in the atmosphere to make that reality? It's just like losing weight. You know, we all want it. We all want the six pack. We all want the, you know, the guns for the gun show. You know, but a lot of us do not want to discipline ourselves or do the work required to look that way because we see it, it looks easy. Yeah. But when we can finally discipline our minds in, in the ways of, you know, what, what, are, what are the what are the successful people doing? Well, they're speaking positivity. You know, what? they're they're doing their homework when they don't want to do a homework, when they would rather go play the, the video game. But they're doing their homework. They're studying. You know, they're going to bed early. You know, um, they're saving. You know, why is saving very important? You know, when I get my allowance, I'm not going to go go spending and go, you know, buy up the whole store, buy a new pair of shoes. No, I'm going to discipline myself in saving and putting that money away and see, watching my money work for me. Because I feel like it's those little valuable lessons that we can teach now. So when they get older, they'll understand the value of credit. 
you know, the value of saving, the value of working hard, the value of providing, you know, and I feel like if you if you start those necessary tools like my father did me and my mother did me at an early age, then when I when I get older, I'm able to reciprocate and more for my family. What's your advice for comebacks? You have a bully in school who's constantly trying to bring you down. Kind of like well, you had that lineman. You had those linemen picking on you and you had your cousin step up for you. What's your advice for these kids who don't have that cousin? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be realistic. Cause I, I and just say, just say if I was put in that situation, I could say all kind of sweet words. Yeah. <laughs> just what, what happened in that moment. But I would I would say at that time is like I, like it all stems from your mind. If you do not have to take what you don't want to, okay. There's several ways that you can do it. Um, I mean, you you have you you have um, uh, principles, uh, maybe adults that you can confide in, um, or tell your parents. Right. But I feel like before before you respond, I want responding in such a way where, you know, it will hurt them the most. Not physically punching them, not physically doing some some damage or harm to them. But what other way? Because everybody has every bully has a weakness. So if you really want to get out, just get at the weakness. What is something maybe they're hurting in school? Maybe their grades are are going bad, you know, and when they come at you, you say, hey, man, hey, um. I like to help. I like to tutor you. I like to use one of my strengths <laughs> to to help your weakness. It's going to catch them off guard, but guess what? They need you more than you need them. True. And I feel like if you find a if you find a way to respond to them, I mean, oh man, I, I there's this movie. I don't know if you, you watched it. It's with uh, Will Smith, um, where he's a he changes into a bird. He's some some spy. It's a spy movie, and uh, oh, he they, they he changes into bird, and then that. That scientist. Yeah, I know you're, I know uh, you're yeah, talking about. All, <laughs> I can't think of a name. Yeah, so he had all these, he had all these mad scientists, and then this one scientist that was assigned to him, he always found ways to. It, it was like uh, instead of killing them, he'll put them in a in a, in a sticky gum. <laughs> so they're still alive, but they're, they're in a sticky gum. And I say that like he found a solution, not to harm them, but to show them there's another way. And I feel like if we just get to the point to show them that there is another way, you know, we don't always have to fight. We don't have to keep, let's break the cycle today. Let's yeah. make the change today. If it's, if it's because of your grades, man, or, or you need some assistance, I'm your guy. I can help you. I don't mind taking the time to tutor, but this bullying is not it. But in order, in order to do that, that's when we as a people have to understand our identity and be true to ourselves. Who are we? Because when we, when we understand who we are, we can be confident in who we are. And we won't have to take the things that don't mean us no good. And if it's bullying, it doesn't mean us no good. However, there is a response to bullying. Yeah. Rather than what we've been doing. A lot of times you're getting bullied because that person is jealous of you too. And don't let that change who you are. Charles, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. If people want to find you and learn more about your reboot program, where can they do that? Awesome. Well, Mr. Tim, you can find me on multiple um, resources on social media, on Facebook, uh, The Reboot by Gone, G-O-N, um, on website, on our webpage, www.thereboot.com, and also on Instagram, underscore, at, at underscore The Reboot by G-O-N. Awesome. Thank you, Charles. Have a good day. You too, Mr. Tim. And for myself, 
You can always find us at our very own website, which is www.breakingbullying.com. You can also reach out to us at our email address. If you have a story of your own bullying to share, or for whatever reason you want to get a hold of us, our email address is breakbullyinghere at gmail.com. Now, if you're a victim of bullying and you don't know where to turn, there is online resources to help you. The first is the government's very own anti-bullying website, and the address is www.stopbullying.gov. And other online resource is www.pacer.org backslash bullying. Now, if you have had thoughts of suicide or of self-harm, we implore you to stop. Reach out to the National Suicide Hotline. That number is very simple. It's 988. I'm Tim Flynn, and thank you for listening, and we will be back next week to continue the conversation to break the silence on bullying.